Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets so that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, 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 coaches and leaders. I am so excited to have a friend and coaching colleague on the podcast with me today, Paul Angle. And um, I wanted to have him on today to discuss a very concrete exercise called Intentional Dialogue that will blow you away. Paul, I want you to share with with everyone, what did you share with me about how you help leaders' brains operate? Uh, So actually, no, we were talking about re-neuralizing our brain's pathways, right? Mm -hmm. And like most of us, you know, we have something that happens, something, you know, goes on in life, our partner says something, a colleague says something, and there's a reaction inside. And so how we re-neuralize our pathways is by using things like intentional dialogue in order to create a safe container. And when we do that, just like we'd work out with repetitions, the more repetitions you do, the stronger you get. The more repetitions you do inside of a structure like an intentional dialogue, the more the brain gets rewired in a way that it can think calmly within the bounds. Mm-hmm. And what, you know, the, the piece that I love is that we, you know, we are re-neuralizing pathways for safety. I love that a big part of your coaching work is literally helping people think differently, have different neural connections so that we can have really important conversations mm-hmm. and feel safe while doing it. That's right. Yeah. And it's, and it's really important that, you know, like, like most of us here all the time, it starts with ourselves first. And if I'm going to go ahead and use these tools, I'm going to use it for myself. I become a safe person just because I'm retraining myself. So a lot of the neurological pathways we've created, imagine it's a field, right? A grassy field and everyone walks across it every single day. There becomes a well-worn path, right? That's exactly what's going on in the brain. There's the, the outward, you know, the, I don't know why I keep calling it the outward, right? The outward expression of, of like saying, saying things we regret, but then there's also the internalization. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly right. It's like, if I'm not feeling safe, then I'm not going to let you know me. But I like to think of it as this way. When I'm being vulnerable, I'm risking my relationship. Mm, wow. That's it. So if I'm, if I'm willing to be mm. honest, then I'm willing to risk my relationship and be known. That is how I'm being vulnerable. It's very different than this, like, well, we just need to be vulnerable to, you know, lead, lead. What, what's our leadership? Dare to lead. What's dare to lead? We just need to be yeah, vulnerable. Yeah, it's almost like, oh, be vulnerable. You just be completely dead open. Like, tell the truth. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, be soft. That is not what I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is a yeah. choice and it's, a, it's one of wisdom. You mm-hmm. can't just yes. be vulnerable with everybody, for God's sakes. Right, know? right, right. <laughs> so. And and actually, Brene Brown says you can't have vulnerability without boundaries. Exactly. That's, that's part of it. Yeah. Okay. So what's actually cool, we, we went down a little rabbit hole of vulnerability, but I, I, I did <laughs> want to highlight that intentional dialogue actually doesn't require vulnerability. No, no, right? that's the best part, right? You know, so, <laughs> so cool. So, you know, let's jump into that, right? What is intentional yeah. dialogue? Um, yeah. 
You know, to, to put it succinctly, I think it's just a way for two people to have a respectful, safe discussion about things that are potentially sensitive or can be challenging to say or to hear. Yeah, non-judgmentally. So I want to, before we dive into like, what is this thing we're speaking of, intentional dialogue, <laughs> how do we do it? How How does doing this process of intentional dialogue, how does it help leaders become more effective coaches and leaders? Like, why would they want to do this? I would say why leaders would want to do this is kind of going back to the first thing of uh, how we talk about re-neuralizing our own brain, becoming safe first, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, knowing our reactions, where they come from, what's happening here, mm-hmm. you know? So leaders are people too, you know, they have mm-hmm. their own lives, their own stories, their own ups and downs. And when they engage in intentional dialogue, they're doing the same thing that they want to do for others for themselves first. So when they get into the situation with a client, um, you know, let's say uh, they've come and it's a particularly rough morning. The kids are all over the place. The the spouse is, you know, causing trouble. Maybe they're going through some real life circumstances like divorce or the death of someone they love. You know, those are all things that are going to cause our parts to negatively react or for us to be in a place that we're not at our highest our highest and best selves, right? And in order to be an effective coach, we really do need to show up as our highest and best selves. Uh So for me, you know, um, how I think about this is like, again, when they're going into an intentional dialogue with someone or they're training someone to have an intentional dialogue, Uh they're going right back into that this isn't the truth. This is someone's movie, uh, number Uh one. Uh And they get to work inside of a structure that has nothing to do with how they feel. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with, um, you know, what they have to deliver or do they have to give out of a well that's already depleted from? They get to go into a container and that container has rules. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, just on the basic surface level for performance, for, for performance in general, all they have to do is show up and run through uh, a script almost, you know, as mm-hmm. a process. Um, but again, on a deeper level, really, they're getting to learn more about themselves in the process. And, and again, intentional dialogue is just one part of a tool of many mm-hmm. of which we then get to also learn, which is maybe another topic for another day, but we get to <laughs> learn about our parts and what the parts mm-hmm. of us are actually doing mm-hmm. and why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the, that parts work that you're talking about, I would love to do an episode on that as well. And that's personally been uh, incredibly growing for me as a coach, because our job as coaches and leaders isn't to storm in and tell someone what to do. We're, we are in schools. We're here to empower people. Right. And how do we do that? Like we need to be in a clear space ourselves. You know, one of the ways I think, again, intentional dialogue really helps is it takes me out of the equation, the ego out of the equation, and it allows us to see who we're really talking to. Um, loved one, client, you know, whatever, clearly without judgment. And it, it makes us more impactful. It mm-hmm. makes us better at what we're doing. So I, I want to jump into it because I, I feel like the listeners would love to know what's the thing we're speaking <laughs> up. So will you share with everyone, what are the steps for intentional dialogue? So here, here's how the structure basically work works. We have someone with a grievance mm-hmm. and that person is going to be a sender. Right. And the person they're bringing the grievance to is going to be the receiver. Right. And so let's 
say I'm the sender and I'd say, I'd say, Hey Becca, you know, um, you said this thing. No, I would say, Hey Becca, um, you know, I'd like to have an, an intentional dialogue with you. Is now a good time? And you could say, yeah, yeah, come sit down. Or actually, can we do it uh, at this time? Usually, you would do it within 24 hours of someone asking you to receive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, as as the as the receiver, it's now your job to kind of take a breath, get yourself into the place where you can receive someone with curiosity, and respectfully mm-hmm. listen to them, mm-hmm. um, and remember, you don't have to agree or disagree. You're there to view a movie. That's all your job is, right? As the receiver. And me as the sender, my job is to make sure that I'm using I, I, I statements. You know, I'm um, speaking about my own feelings and experience. Um, I'm not trying to analyze anybody over here. Uh, I'm really just kind of going into what I, what's happening inside of me over here. Right. And I'm not trying to analyze you. I'm not trying to say why you did something. Right. It's really important that the sender keeps it over here with me, with themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then let's say we're now we're into the, we're into the dialogue. And so I'm going to state an intention for the dialogue. Mm-hmm. So Becca, my intention for the dialogue is so that um, we can regain connection Mm-hmm. And uh, um, you can understand me better, mm-hmm. right? And then your job is to go ahead and just mirror, right? And what is that? You're mirroring back what I'm saying. So you're going to say, Paul, I hear you saying that you want to have uh, the intention for this dialogue is to regain connection and for me to understand you better. Mm-hmm. Okay, got okay. It. I, yes. I, I, I want to say it. I, I want to say it. I want. I want the, you know the listeners to experience this as okay, much as yeah, you can. Yeah. It's almost it, like you're it. you're coaching me in this, and then I'm going to do it. Okay. So, Paul, <laughs> what I hear you saying is that the intention for this dialogue is that you want to regain connection, and oh no, what was the other one? I already forgot. To understand me better. To uh, to understand you better. See, this is real life here. This is what. Yeah, when yeah. You're like yeah. in your head. Okay, good. All right. So yeah, I. Yeah, and, I'll and say then yes, I'll, I'll, right. Yeah, you say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. And so, so then the receiver just becomes a mirror. All that they're doing is repeating everything back. They're not changing any words. Mm-hmm. They're not abbreviating. They're not interpreting. They're not doing anything else. Um, and you know, and they're going to use exactly what I say. So I'll, I'll, I'll let's let's role play that a little bit here. Um, Becca, last Thursday, you made a comment during a meeting. Then you'd repeat that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so last, so last Thursday, uh, I made a comment during a meeting. Yeah. And what you had said was, uh, really embarrassing to me in public. So what I said was really embarrassing to you in public. Yeah. And what you said was that, um, you know, if, if I had turned this in, in time, um, then, you know, we, we wouldn't have been held up. So what I said was, if you had turned this in on time, we wouldn't have been held up. Yes. Yeah. And I just, uh, you know, parts of me felt really embarrassed and small. And I felt like everyone was looking at me like I was the problem. And so parts of you felt really embarrassed and small and that everyone was looking at you like you were the problem. Yes. Yeah. And so, so that's, that's, that's a great example of me sending to you, you receiving me Mm -hmm. and mirroring back what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so let's say let's just say for the sake of the uh, for the sake of time that that's the end of what I have to say, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'd say, and then then you'd say, uh, as the receiver, is there more? Is there more, Paul? Um, let me think. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, I guess afterwards I heard some people talking, and it just I just kind of felt like the butt of a joke. So afterwards you heard people talking and you felt like you were the butt of a joke. Yeah. 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 And that's all. Yeah. Okay. So let's say that's it. I've, and I've fully Mm -hmm. got that. Right. So as the receiver, you Mm -hmm. now have the next step of what's going to happen. The next step is to validate me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what does that mean? You're going to validate my view of reality, right? You're going to give me Mm -hmm. one or two. So you're going to give me two or three, of the most important points that I have made, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, um, and so that makes sense that you, that I know that you understand what I'm saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to say something like, you know, Paul, uh, I heard you say that, um, no, you know, you'd say, you know, when I heard you say that you felt like the butt of the joke that mm-hmm. must have made you feel, you know, upset mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Embarrassed. So, mm-hmm. Embarrassed. Yeah. So you can, mm-hmm. so, so why don't you try that now? So you, mm-hmm. so go ahead and pick two or three items and, um, and let's just actually, let's think of it this way. Um, you know, when you're validating, mm-hmm. right. When you're validating me as the receiver, you're going to mm-hmm. go ahead and take as much responsibility for what's true as you can. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're going to go ahead and um, and at the end, let's say you've let's say you've done some validations. You're going to ask, is there another validation you may need? Right. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and try to hit a couple of high points and and I'll give you an example. So let's say this. So, um, you know, Paul, I heard you say that um, I called you out publicly in -hmm. a meeting and it made you feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'd say, yeah. And then you would go ahead and say, well, it makes sense that you would feel embarrassed because I did pu- call you out publicly. And mm-hmm. actually, I was I was kind of irritated at you. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so the person, the receiver can now share their experience? Yeah, because what it does is it validates what I had felt. So it's like, oh. I'm over here. I'm getting called out in a meeting. And uh-huh. you know, because you could have taken me aside and, and said something privately, mm-hmm, but you didn't. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. said it in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, now I'm in a meeting, you said some stuff uh, in front of everybody, and I just told you that I felt embarrassed. And you could say, Yeah, um, you know, it makes sense to me that you'd be upset that I called you out publicly and that it embarrassed you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and and you know, I and I I there were parts of me that did that because I was irritated you didn't get the stuff in all the time. I appreciate this. While this podcast is really for coaches and leaders to improve their effectiveness within schools, what's really amazing about the work that we do is that it it impacts other relationships too, like marriages and friendships. So feel free to utilize intentional dialogue, you know, in in all your relationships um, or any that that you would you would you would like to do this with because it is highly impactful. I know. You do this in a lot of your relationships, right, Paul? 
I do this. So, uh, you know, I have a wife, I have a lot of kids. I get intentional dialogues weekly from multiple <laughs> children and my, my partner, you know, I, and it's, and it's, it's a really great tool. It creates a lot of safety. It's like, it's super respectful. And if we have more tools like this to better navigate all the parts of ourselves, mm-hmm. again, we become more safe to mm-hmm. ourselves, become mm-hmm. more calm, more mm-hmm. peaceful. And that extends out into the world. Exactly. I'm, I'm working with a leadership team right now where one of them is just, he's been kind of having some very stress stress behaviors. And I've been, I've been addressing the behaviors itself. And her boss uh, came to me when I did his one-on-one coaching and he was like, she just relocated her mom and who is elderly Mm -hmm. and and is dealing with all of the complications around that. Right. And it's like, Oh, and I want to say that because these tools, I think a lot of times we, we think about like, Oh, I'm learning a leadership tool or coaching tool. Let me just use this at work. And it's like when our whole life is working better, right? We actually become more effective at our jobs. Hundred percent. It's just it's it's all connected. It's like different spokes of one wheel. Our life is one wheel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. That's that is so true, man. And if you're missing spokes, you got a pretty yeah. weak wheel. I wouldn't want to ride on it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much for sharing intentional dialogue with the listeners. I'm going to include a um, link to the steps for intentional dialogue for those folks that um, don't want to take <laughs> notes um, from this podcast. I would just like <laughs> it uh, to print out and be able to utilize with your in your relationships inside and outside of school. And um, just, I want to thank you so much for being here. And um, if folks want to contact you about any kind of leadership coaching, how can they get a hold of you? Oh, it's very kind. Well, first off, I'm honored. Thank you. You know, I know I love you to death and I love what you do. And I think this is great. Uh, Anyone out there seeking for better leadership is making a better world. So congrats to everyone listening. Uh, If they want to reach me, it's very simple. It's my name. So it's Paul, P-A-U-L dot Ingle, E-N-G-L-E at Gmail. Keep it super simple. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay, great. So I'll put that in the show notes if they'd like to reach out to you. And just thank you again for coming on the show. Oh, thank you, Becca, for having me. We hope that this episode was useful in considering bringing something like intentional dialogue to your leadership and coaching teams. And we do acknowledge that there was not a lot of detail on exactly how to run that intentional dialogue. So we are including a resource that lays out what the sender and receiver says and in what order you would say those things. So feel free to check out the show notes for that download. And until next time, just remember, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care.